Here we go. It's another big week in the NFL for the Chicago Bears. This is the Bears Wire Podcast, powered by USA Today Sports. Now your host, Ryan O'Leary and Bears Wire editor, Alyssa Barbieri. Hello. Oh, what's up, coach? How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go, man. We are so, so excited. Sir. All, all those talks and, and uh, just where, yes, sir. Let's do it. where you've been and this is your time. And uh, we're, we're, we're excited as heck to get here. And, uh, man, I'm just so happy for you and your family to work hard to get to this point. And now it's time to go. Yeah. All right, coach. Sounds good. Who would have thought Chicago? With the 11th pick, my Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback for Ohio State. He never lost a game in the Big Ten. He threw 63 touchdowns and ran for 15 more in his two years at Ohio State. Justin Fields has superstar potential. He's headed to Chicago where they desperately need him. I'm ready to work. That's it. I'm ready to work. I don't need to talk much. I don't. There's been too much talking lately, so I'm just ready to work. That's it. Nothing else, just work. Happy though. I'm happy for sure. Well, you can feel it building, can't you, Alyssa? The hunger from Bears fans to actual to see actual clips of Justin Fields working out in the Chicago Bears uniform finally. I think that's only going to build as we get closer to the season. Rookie camp, that's about to start. But I mean, I don't know how that clip right there doesn't get you fired up. I mean, he was just in complete disgust at all those teams that had passed up on him. You could just tell he was taking names. And Matt Nagy was more excited than Justin Fields was. At least it sounded that way, right? But <laughs> that is, uh, I don't know how that doesn't get you fired up, you know? Yeah, it does. And it's been like, what, like less than two weeks now. And I still, Ryan, I, can't, I still can't believe Justin Fields is a Chicago Bear. Nor should you. Uh, you know, listening to that phone call, I mean, a lot of people, especially like, you know, Packers fans or Lions fans, because they like to find something to mock Bears fans for. They're like, oh, he looks, you know, he looks so happy to be going there. But like you said, it's he has a chip on his shoulder because, He was the fourth quarterback taken in this draft, and he believes that he is the best quarterback in that draft class. So that's something that I think is – you can't help but love that from him. You know, holding that jersey up and he's not smiling and you have all the other quarterbacks, you know, just kind of happy to be here. And Justin Fields wants to to be the best. I just like – I love that, and the fan base has has certainly embraced that about him, uh, that that confidence and that attitude. And it's just like I think we're really excited to see it translate on the field and – you know, this is going to be a long offseason <laughs> waiting, Brian, to, to finally see Justin Fields and take the field. It absolutely is. And I think that's like my lead thought heading into the offseason. And just a quick like housekeeping note, this is going to be our final podcast of the spring portion of the offseason. We'll be back in the summer, but this is going to be our, I mean, the NFL really doesn't die down, Alyssa, but it does here over the next couple months, right? It finally quiets. So we're going to take a step back a little bit, but we'll be back in the summer. So a lot of this week's pod will be just reflecting on some of the bigger picture items. And for me, the biggest one is when should Justin Fields start, right? And uh, Mike Lombardi of The Athletic, he hit on this, and I'll just quote a small passage of what he said. He said, Matt Nagy should look past this season and give all the reps to Fields, announcing him as the day one starter. The best chance the Bears have to compete for a playoff spot this season and next 
will be if Fields becomes a blue chip talent. Why waste time messing with Dalton? And I think this is just going to be something that we're going to see as we get closer to training camp, as we get closer to the season actually starting. This whole thing with the Bears having a set timeline, right? Like they think they want to go in there with Dalton as the number one. They want to groom Justin Fields. And the chatter coming out of Bears camp, Alyssa, has been, right, like we'll know when it's time, right? And that's what Matt Nagy's been saying. We'll all know when it's time to put Justin Fields in. But I just, I don't like the idea of having a set timeline. I agree with what Lombardi's saying to an extent. Like, I feel like it should be an open competition. Split the reps at the very least. You know, don't let Dalton have more reps than Fields. Like, let it be an open competition. Don't name a starter. Let the guy win it in camp and then go from there. You know what I mean? Like, why do we have to go into a season with, all right, Dalton's our guy. He's our number one because is it just because they went and signed him and gave him $10 million guaranteed? Like, I don't know. I wonder about that. I, I would love it to be more of a competition than a set plan. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think it's more that the Bears, like both like Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are like really hesitant, you know, just because they're afraid of, you know, rushing him too quickly because they saw what happened with, with Mitchell Trubisky. But they're again, scarred, right? they're scarred Justin Fields is not is not Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> like Justin Fields could be ready to go day one. And if that's the case, then you have to, to, to let him do that. I mean, I think that, you know, let him go out and compete. And if he proves that he's the guy on day one, then you let him do it. Cause I know that Matt Nagy wants to, it's like he wants to recreate the Patrick Mahomes model, but Patrick Mahomes is one of a kind, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully Justin Fields can become somewhere near his stratosphere, but like instead of being Patrick Mahomes, he's going to be Justin Fields. But I mean, you look at that situation. I know that Nagy wants to replicate that because he was there. He saw it happen. But, you know, things are different. The only I mean, obviously, Dalton isn't Alex Smith. And the only reason that Patrick Mahomes sat all season was because like Alex Smith was having almost an MVP year, like leading that that offense. So, I mean, that's the reason why Mahomes didn't start earlier. So, I mean, I don't think you can expect that with Dalton. If he proves us wrong, like good for him. I just don't see it happening. I think that if the Bears are to give Fields a fair shot at it at the starting job, I think, you know, assuming, I don't know how, what training camp's going to look like this year, if it's going to be open to fans or whatnot, but if people are there, I feel, or even like the team, they will be able to notice probably in my, like, I'm in my, like my gut feeling, I think they'll be able to see that Justin Fields is going to be the best guy out there on the field. So I know that they don't want to rush him, but if he's ready, you're not rushing him. And you can't just force him into a scenario. If he's ready to go, then you let him go. And for me, I, I keep looking at this Dalton contract thing. And I, I want to say this, like, I it's easier from my seat because I know what happened, right? I know that Justin Fields slipped to number 11. The Bears were able to go up and get him and all that. So I know that. So it's easy for me to go back and say, man, you shouldn't have signed Andy Dalton. But that's what I'm going to say. I think when we look back and we're allowed to, Alyssa, in our seats, we're allowed to look back and second guess. That's you know a luxury that we have. We're not Ryan Pace. We're not, you know, he makes a lot of money to make those decisions. We get to sit here and, and crap on him for it, right? Uh, but I did promise I wouldn't crap on him. But still, I think a legit second guess when we look back could be them signing Dalton in the first place because I think even at the time we were like, he's still a marginal upgrade at best to Nick Foles, right? So the plan could have been, Let's go into the draft. We have Nick Foles. We're going to get a quarterback. We hope it's Justin Fields or Mac Jones. Like, we hope we get an opportunity to do that. But if it's not, then we'll figure it out in the second round. We'll go after Kyle Trask. We'll go after Kellen Mond in the second or third round, and we'll live with it, and we'll go with the veteran with Nick Foles who's already under contract, and then we'll try to groom the next guy. Uh, That could have been their plan, but instead they felt the need, right? They had to go get Dalton. They needed a backup plan just in case that didn't work out. And I just think when you look back, I mean, 
You gave him $10 million guaranteed, Dalton. He's a big reason that Charles Leto's not here. I mean, you're up against the cap. You gave Dalton $10 million guaranteed. And oh, by the way, he might end up being your backup. So I don't know. I think one day we'll look back and we'll be like, we shouldn't have signed Andy Dalton in the first place. You know what I mean? But it's still, it's easy for me to say that in my seat. I do understand that, but... I just wish they, I wish we could go back in history and erase that thing. Yeah, I think we all do. But, you know, looking back at, you know, where we were when the Bears signed Dalton's that one-year deal, like they were, you know, trying, they were aggressively pursuing Russell Wilson and trying to trade for him. And when they saw that that kind of like fell through, they were like, oh, crap. Right, uh, right. We need a plan because Nick Foles isn't going to be the guy. And I still think like at that point that their backup plan, if they weren't able to land Wilson, which obviously they weren't, was to go out and, you know, sign a veteran like Dalton, you know, for a year and then draft uh, a quarterback, I thought maybe on day two and groom him behind Dalton. But I feel like once they drafted Fields, just like everything changed. Like, obviously, he's somebody that he's arguably, you know, top two. Even some have said the best quarterback prospect in that draft class that he's someone that could be ready day one. So now it's kind of like, yeah, wasted money with Dalton, but on the other hand, if you put Fields out there and he takes his team to the playoffs and they do something, it's like, okay, $10 million. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a worthy sacrifice if that were to happen. So, I mean, I just feel like, you know, it was a roller coaster of, of an offseason. Like, they had a plan A and then plan A didn't work and plan B and then and then plan, plan S. I feel like landing Justin Fields because no one thought it was possible, like that he would, you know, fall that far where they could trade up, you know, reasonably and not give up a whole heck of a lot in order to get him. So, I mean, like, yeah, I, you, you want that $10 million back, but I do feel more comfortable if the plan is to sit fields, at least in the beginning to have Dalton out there rather than Nick Foles. Now, you know, Foles is a whole different, you know, <laughs> you know, that's a whole different topic where, you know, like I was telling you before the show, I saw a meme uh, where it was a picture of Ryan Pace and it's like, you can give me literally anything for Nick Foles. So just, you know, take him away. Seriously, what do they do with uh, so, him? I mean, he's going to make $4 million guaranteed this season. Yeah. And he's a third-string quarterback right now. I mean, that's insane money for a third-string quarterback. Like, you never see that. Yeah, it is. But at this point, it's just cheaper for them to keep him yeah. than it is to get rid of him. So, you know, maybe somebody, you know, in camp, we'll see what happens if, you know, a quarterback goes down and someone's desperate enough and they really need a good, solid backup quarterback to maybe groom behind a young guy. You know, come on down. Nick Folds is all yours. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. And I, mean, I think the question is, who would want him, right? They, I think they kicked the tires on the Eagles. They don't want him, apparently. And he just played so poorly last year. It's like, who's going to take him, right? Because I think the goal would be to trade him after June 1st. But we need a taker. <laughs> Anyone, please line up. Help us out. Anyone. <laughs> Take Nick Foles off our hands. So anyway, I think the quarterback thing is going to be so fascinating, Alyssa. That's something we're going to be following into the summer. Once we start talking about training camp again, and we get into the 2021 season. This is something that's going to happen every day. And I said it last week. As soon as Andy Dalton starts to suck, and it's going to happen because he's Andy Dalton, fans are going to be foaming at the mouth for Justin Fields. As soon as we see him in a uniform, uh, I think it's just going to... The fever is going to start sweeping through Chicago. Fields fever. Uh, ooh, that's pretty good. Fields fever. You ready for it? Fields fever. I like that. You got Fields you got to fever. mark that one down, yeah. right? For when we come back for the break. But I, I do think that Fields fever has already swept through this fan <laughs> yeah, base. Yeah. I've never I've never felt anything like this before. Call the doctor. <laughs> we all have Fields fever right now in, in Chicago. So I love it. So all right, one interesting storyline that we hit on before the draft that we haven't touched on yet is Anthony Miller. Remember the cryptic tweets? Remember how he was supposed to be traded? He's still on the roster. He survived the draft. They didn't trade him yet. So what does that mean? We'll get into it coming up next. All right, Alyssa, we have a a cryptic tweet for Anthony Miller, and I scared the crap out of you because this tweet was like a month ago. 
Um, but we do have another cryptic kind of tweet from Anthony Miller. He, he tweets out, nobody noticed till the jet was in the sky and then there was a winky face. Don't know what that means. But Anthony Miller, he's been tweeting weird things for the last couple months. Reports are that he was going to get traded, but he has not been traded. And now what's the plan, right? The Bears, besides using a six-round pick on Daz Newsom out of North Carolina, they didn't really attack that position in the draft, right? They didn't go after wide receivers. Bears could be ready to ride it out with Miller, maybe. They could also try to hold on to him until training camp to see if maybe they have an injury or another team has an injury at wide receiver. And maybe those trade talks come back in because I got to believe they weren't getting the compensation that they wanted for Miller, who's a former second-round pick. So... All that's to say, what the hell's going on with Anthony Miller? Do you have a prediction for me? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, you know, surprised. I thought that maybe they would be able to trade him, but it sounds like they're content with with where he's at right now. You know, like we were talking about, it wouldn't, you know, free up a whole lot of cap space uh, it, to to part ways with him. So at this point, you know, maybe just kind of stick it out with him. I mean, anything could happen. Like you were mentioning, if someone goes down and you know someone needs a receiver. That's when obviously I think that the Bears can get the most bang for their buck, and they might be able to, you know, to get something, get something probably a lot higher than they were offered before the draft. So, I mean, we'll see at this point. I, I can't rule anything out. I think that they would be willing to ride with him, but also if given the right price, I think that they they might be able to part ways with him. So, I mean, I, I would love for love nothing more than for Anthony Miller who just has like everything to prove and a chip on his shoulder to come out and just absolutely ball out, especially with Justin Fields out there. So, I mean, we'll see. And I guess with the, on special teams, you know, there's a kick return and a punt returner job open. So maybe since Miller isn't that wide receiver two, I think he would still occupy that three spot, but he could possibly, you know, he did return some punts back there last year when uh, Tariq Cohen was injured. So, I mean, Cohen's coming off the ACL. So, I mean, we'll see if, between that, I know Khalil Herbert and Daz Newsom have some kick return experience. So, I mean, you never know. There, there's definitely room for him on this team. But then, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to also see him go elsewhere. You know, it's not like you save a ton of cash if you were to cut him. Like, it's only 1.2 mil, either whether you trade him or cut him. It's interesting that he's sticking around. And it's really this wide receiver room is getting full, right? You got Allen Robinson. You have Darnell Mooney. You have Miller. You picked up Demir Bird, right? You picked up Marquise Goodwin. You drafted Newsom. You still have Javon Wims. Like, this is a loaded <laughs> wide receiver room all of a sudden, Alyssa, right? And we're talking about creating space, right? Cap space. Well, an easy way you could do that is by giving Allen Robinson his extension. So this is another topic I want to hit on with you. Uh, I know Allen Robinson is your guy. Me too. We all love Allen Robinson. We're hoping that he's happy oh, hey, that they got Justin Fields, right? I, hopefully Allen Robinson is sick with the, with the Fields fever. And uh, so maybe the Bears could leverage that thing like, hey, Alan, look, we got Justin Fields. He's the quarterback of the future. You, we have the guy. Let's sign this extension and get it done because they have to do that, Alyssa, by July 15th. So on Bears Wire, this is a story that we'll be, we'll be following for sure. Uh, what do you think about Robinson specifically? Do you think he's happy with what the Bears are doing? Do you think it increases the chances of him signing a long-term extension before we get into the, the summer and we have to play a season with him on the tag? I think it, it certainly helps. I think that it's more of a kind of respect thing between him and the organization more than it is the town because Robinson was willing to stay even when Mitchell Trubisky was a quarterback and Nick Foles. So, I mean, he wasn't really, I mean, he was willing to play with whoever was there, yeah. but you go out and you get him a top quarterback 
who can get him the ball and could elevate, who could certainly help elevate this offense and help get him to a Pro Bowl finally. Uh, so I think that it certainly does help if it shows them, hey, we're committed to making this offense better. But now they also need to show that they're committed to Robinson. They have to pay him what he thinks that he's worth. And they probably, you know, obviously last September could have gotten him a lot cheaper than he's probably going to be worth now. Obviously, they can, you know, use the franchise tag again on him next year. But, you know, we want to get a long-term deal worked out. Be, you know, obviously that franchise tag next year is going to cost a heck of a lot more. Yes. So why not just lock him down and also help free up some cap space the way you can move some money around. So I think it just comes with that relationship being mended between, you know, the Bears side and Robinson side. But it doesn't sound like there's been any contract talk since last September, which is certainly not good. I hope that that's changed since then or that it will pick up, especially with it being like the dead month coming up here before, um, you know, we get into training camp and everything. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I think that it could certainly help and they could certainly entice them to stay. Uh, but again, I think that starts with Ryan Pace and the Bears proving that not only do they want him, but they're willing to pay him what he's worth. Yes, yeah, seriously. He might be like, yeah, if you got fields. I love it, but you're not getting a discount, right? Let's let's get yeah. this thing done. <laughs> so July 15th, that's the key date to, to watch for. If they don't get an extension done by July 15th, he's playing the year on the franchise tag. So we'll be following that thing. And uh, in the meantime, Alyssa, I guess it's on to the summer for us. Uh, crazy, right? We're going into the summer months. We're getting closer to the actual 2021 season. We're through the big first wave of free agency. We're through the draft. So going into the summer, let's talk about your top position battle to monitor. Like what position are you most excited about going into like when, when we get back on here in August and start breaking the stuff down? Like I think for me, I think an interesting group is the cornerback spot, right? After you moved on from Kyle Fuller and you moved on from Buster Screen, your nickelback too, right? So you're without your starting outside corner from last year and a slot corner. And as you wrote, suddenly Jalen Johnson has been thrust into the number one role. <laughs> so it's like hopefully he's ready for that thing. You got Desmond Trufant. He's probably the favorite to start right now opposite Johnson, but he's a veteran who's played a combined 15 games the past two seasons for Atlanta and Detroit. He's been oft injured the last couple of years. You re-signed Artie Burns. You made some moves here, some you know, made a move in the draft or or whatever. You got a couple guys that you drafted last year, but there's going to be some guys that have to really step up, right? Kendall Vilder, Duke Shelley's the some someone's going to have to step up and really play and really catch on here this summer. It's going to be that's going to be a fascinating battle. There's also going to be some stuff going on in the offensive line, right? We talked last week, Tevin Jenkins, Jermaine Effetti. We're going to have a couple new tackles uh, starting, so. Maybe we should just roll Dalton out there, especially if we're, we're hearing on Twitter. <laughs> we're recording here before the schedules come out, but we're hearing that Aaron Donald might be on the radar of the Bears on week one. So maybe we should just roll uh, Andy Dalton out there, not kill Justin Fields in his first game. Uh, so, you know, some, some stuff on the offensive line. I'm looking at corner. What position group interests you the most going into the summer? I mean, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't quarterback because I'm just like so – I just want to watch Justin Fields Very and good. I want to hear how good he is. I want – him to earn that job and I want if he does earn the job I want them to give him the job if he does earn it I know that he'd probably be facing Aaron Donald that's what it sounds like is going to happen uh in week one in primetime but can you imagine Justin Fields and Matthew Stafford week one primetime Sunday Night Football like that would sign me up be good stuff I mean good for you Alyssa you I, just, you, just you found the right answer so, there somehow <laughs> buried him I tried to throw you off but you found the right answer it's obviously the quarterback isn't it it's always gonna be the quarterback but I mean aside from quarterback cause that's the easy answer yeah, right exactly. I mean both Come of those on. that you both of those that you mentioned I mean because those are the ones where there's really 
starting jobs up for grabs and, you know, really concerns. I mean, you could say after some, you know, key departures, offensive line, I'm just really curious to see what it ends up looking like. I don't know. Are the, do the bears make another move here in free agency? Are they going to stick with Tevin Jenkins at left tackle? Uh, a Fetty and Elijah Wilkinson and even Larry Borum, are they going to, you know, battle for the right tackle job? I think the interior said it's more obviously on the offensive line, the tackle position uh, to watch. And like you said, cornerback, you know, because obviously the loss of Kyle Fuller is just, it's just such a deafening blow because this defense, I was so excited to see what he was going to do. And uh, <laughs> it was, it's, it's just kind of really, really disappointing. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Cause like Thomas Graham is someone that I'm just like really excited to see like what he can do. Like he's someone that a lot of people before he opted out the 2020 season had him ranked as like one of the best in the country. So I'm really curious to see what he's going to do. He has a big chip on his shoulder, you know, not being picked till the sixth round. Jalen Johnson's coming off that injury. Desmond Trufant. I mean, I think obviously he's not the guy he was in Atlanta, but <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll see if he can prove, yeah, obviously he's not the long-term solution, but we'll see what he can do. Um, and then maybe it opens a way for, you know, someone like uh, Thomas Graham or obviously Kendall Vildor and Duke Shelley, because you have that slot uh, corner position open as well. So, I mean, cornerback's probably the big one and off and the offensive tackle, but of course, quarterback. I mean, yeah. no one's going to be able to stop talking about Justin Fields. You know how much I've written about Justin Fields and people just love it. I'm yeah. posting a picture and people are like flipping out and I would be too. Eating I mean, I totally am. I'm loving this. I'm eating it up. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And just there's just something about him, his demeanor, his attitude, the way he carries himself that it's it is infectious, right? It's very Chicago infectious. too. Yeah. Very blue collar. Yeah. It works. There's something there. There's uh, I'm digging it. Oh boy. I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of it. It's great. It's going to be fun. 2021. We're going to be all over this thing. Fields Fields fever. Oh, yeah. We're going to have Fields fever for a long time. There's no (laughs) cure. Do you actually take a break in the summer, Alyssa? I know the NFL is finally going to go into its quote unquote slumber here over the next couple of weeks. Do you actually get a, you know, to get away a little bit? Uh, I'm still going to be working. I have plenty of content uh, to to crank out here, (laughs) previewing everything that's going to happen in the summer. I mean, I'll take breaks here and there. I mean, it's not going to be, it's it's the dead season, but I can still find plenty of content. Got to keep Bears readers uh, intrigued because I love I love seeing Bears stuff pop up and I love writing it. So I'm gonna be I'll have some a lot a lot of interesting stuff and you know it's gonna be exciting looking ahead to training camp. You know it, it's just crazy how like two weeks ago it just I was like oh god the season oh <laughs> let's oh, yeah. not rush it oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden I'm like can we get, can it be September now I'm like so ready. <laughs> Well, when the, when we get to August, we'll actually get to our one year anniversary of the podcast. It's so it's already been a year. It doesn't oh my it doesn't goodness. feel like it. So that we'll have to do something fun when we get to the year anniversary. Like come up with all our like we'll have um, fields fever. We have fun foals. We had Mad Matt right, Mad Matt the coach. So we'll have to come up with all our little uh, our little Bears wire isms that we've come up with or something. We'll have to come oh, up kind with of something. kind of like Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace and their collaboration. And, <laughs> yeah, collaborate. Yeah. It's a very collaborative effort. The best effort. player available. No, nope, can't do that, Alyssa. I'm, I, remember, I'm pro Ryan Pace. I'm never saying anything bad about him again. I know. Sorry, Ryan. We love you. We love yeah, you forever. Thank you for getting Justin Fields. <laughs> to all our listeners out there, we love you. Thanks for sticking with us. We will be back to chat with you this summer. We can't wait. We'll talk to you then. This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates.
the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini and the Huddle Podcast. Inside the Weekly Line with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.